How's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. This is the Speaking of Harmony podcast, and this is episode 34. Wow, 34 already. More than a month with you guys. It's been a pleasure to have all this feedback, all these questions, all this interaction. Really, really enjoying that. I uh, just want to remind you guys that tonight I'm going to be actually live again, but this time I'm going to be live on Instagram. Yes. Uh, people have been asking me to be live on Instagram, and I finally kind of figured out the setup over here because Instagram is a little a little funny with their setup. So I, I managed to uh, find a way to um, have all my setup uh, work live on Instagram as well. So tonight at 6 p.m. Central Time, so it's early than my regular life. So on Instagram, it will be 6 p.m. Central Time, and uh, I'm going to be doing a more like of a Q&A kind of session where you can even more like interact and ask questions and stuff. So it's going to be even more chill and informal, you know, just kind of hanging out, playing a few songs and asking, you you know, um, uh, having your questions uh, asked and answered. So uh, I wish you come tonight and you find the link on my, my Instagram handle here in the comments and all that stuff. And before we go into that subject as well, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. And don't forget to hit the like button. It really helps this video a lot. And also don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list. And you'll find the link here in the video description. All right. So today's subject is um, still kind of in this thread of guitar and, and samba and Brazilian grooves and everything. There's a little detail that I think is worth commenting on one of these episodes. So I'm doing that today, which is this sort of this fine balance between um, playing... Uh, percussive and less percussive and what I mean by that is this thing I play in the beginning uh, I'll play that again in two different ways and then you watch and see what I'm talking about just by the sound then we talk about what I'm, I'm actually trying to uh, convey here so this first pass will be something like this a second time now and watch how different it is. Have you noticed the difference? Um, basically one is way more percussive and short and really kind of tight and the other one is more relaxed and just kind of long notes to, and let the strings ring more, right? So those are two different ways to approach the same groove, basically. I'm still within that samba groove I've been talking about. Um, and I'm also still in that grid, the 16-note grid, but you see that I am uh, being very precise about how the notes are being placed here, uh, meaning the first the, and the second one, I'm leaving the strings to ring more, so the chord is more like an harmonic approach, right? Where you really hear this. So it's more about the chords and the harmony, right? Of what I'm trying to play, right? I'm just letting the strings ring more 
and just like making sure that the color of the chord is being really exposed and like let it through. The second one is more tight and uh, short rhythmic, right? So there is an attention uh, to rhythmic aspect, right? Is an, at uh, an attention to rhythm uh, is, is like higher than my sort of the harmonic outcome. So I'm playing the notes short and really kind of focus on the groove and the rhythm. And that's what I'm trying to output more on this first version, which would be, you know. both approaches right all the time I mix them up sometimes within a song um, but I am making a point I'm trying to make a point here today on this episode which is uh, you have different approaches on the same thing basically right I'm playing the same groove I'm playing within the 16 note groove a grid rather um, but I am just kind of like applying these variations to the groove to serve me into scenarios and situations that I will need, right? Whenever I need the most rhythmic, reinforcing thing, I'll play it that way. And when I'm kind of like in a more harmonic, colorful way, I'll play the auto approach. What I mean by that, what scenarios of those? Well, for instance, uh, let's say if I'm playing with another harmonic instrument, for instance, right? So if I'm playing the piano, which is actually worth a, a separate episode of the podcast, which I will get into like really soon, like playing, playing out with, other harmonic instruments when you have guitar and piano together which is very common in Brazilian music by the way um, it's a different approach right when you're in a situation like that uh, how can you how should you play right how should you play should you play more harmonic should you play more rhythmic and the, the answer is depends right depends on the project depends on the song depends on the tempo depends on the player you're playing with depends on the instrument he's playing right uh, if I'm playing with a different guitarist, for instance, another guitarist, you have to kind of negotiate that, right? But just by listening, or if you play with a guy for a long time, or if you just kind of met him, just first observe and listen to the way the person plays, and then you put yourself in the context, right? That's what I would do, and that's what I usually do. I just try to listen, you know? I just try to get out of the way first and play together and see, kind of measure you know the style and how the person plays you know maybe the person likes to play more chords ringing so then I'm, I'm gonna be more tight with the rhythm or vice versa if a piano player is uh, very busy with the rhythm right I'm gonna actually be playing less and less and just kind of letting the strings ring but that's within the episode I'm gonna record right now I'm just taking talking about this approach of playing Right? You take into account if there's drums or bass involved, right? 
what kind of vibe it is, what kind of style, in this case, samba or balsa, not whatever. Um, but I just want to uh, uh, make a point here and, and point you guys to the fact that you can use these different approaches, even as a, an arrangement uh, aspect, right? For instance, if I'm playing a song, let's say, um, let's say Triste, right? Major being, I can do. Say there's a melody playing, an instrument or a singer, whatever, right? So, an example practical example I play Tristia one one pass and the first time of the the first the first part right in the exposition I play very kind of open and more harmonic right very very big quote unquote here harmonic meaning I'm just letting the harmony out more like chords longer notes and open strings as much as I can If I want to change it up, let's say the second part, I change the harmony. This arrangement I do is a Herbie thing and Brazilian guys. You see how percussive it is? So it's way more percussive. And and then what I mean by that, how I'm getting more percussive? Like how do I do that? Well. Uh, simple simple tip about that is just apply more just go deep into the 16 note grid that I talked about in, in past episodes go back and check those out um, I'm gonna link here on the on the card this episode you can check out about the uh, 16 note grid so just kind of amp up the volume on that just hit the volume pad on that up and then just mean which means just use more 16 notes kind of grid so you just get this swirl of 16 notes and very percussive and ghost notes right so right I'm not playing this would be me playing a lot of 16 notes but they're all ringing and all kind of random right I'm being really like particular about how I'm applying those. You see that I'm playing a lot of ghost notes coming from the 16 note grid. As opposed to, you know. So that's what I mean by that. Just a percussive approach and a more harmonic approach, right? But playing the same groove the same the same way. Um, but you have two different outcomes, right? Um, there's an interesting, uh, it's just worth noting that when I am playing more percussive, I am 
really pushing the samba thing even more hard like the second beat is stronger you know you see that if i play that groove i play yesterday the john bosco groove thing uh where the slap coming by the way see more percussive approach you see that i'm playing the same progression i'm playing the same groove but i'm playing completely different ways right that's the quote-unquote harmonic approach versus the rhythmic approach you see that one is way more kind of like it just fills up the place more right with color and chords busy and just grooves more and just kind of fills up way more the rhythmic aspect of it right um, different scenarios different applications right let's say if I'm playing with the drummer uh, and a bass player I will probably play less of this and more like because you're already taking care of all this rhythmic 16 notes and stuff but depending on uh, how busy the drummer is, for instance, he's like really busy with his like comments and stuff. I might introduce some of the rhythmic stuff, but if he's really busy in comment, I'll just kind of hold back. If, let's say, we're playing a song and the first part I'm doing more of this, and then um, this is John Bosco's song I'm playing. Sorry. Um, I might do that on the second part, let's say. Then the drummer will pull back with his, like, you know, comments and stuff. Then I'll come in. And... just so fun man I could just be you know playing talking about the stuff for hours but I think you got the point right it's just a a great interplay of how how you um, put yourself into that context right how you, you have to kind of gauge and and it's great because there's so many variants right there's so many things like this like if I'm playing by myself I'm playing with a singer if I'm playing with a bass and the drums if I'm playing other guitarists so there's a piano there's percussion all this stuff becomes becomes factors you know in into what my approach should be right but i just wanted to comment on that and just um make you guys like aware that you can approach a particular progression or song in different ways in terms of rhythmic right how how rhythmic and how intrusive your guitar can be right because it's all about filling the gaps right basically you know, when I uh, talk about people, what my approach is, is I'm just as I'm just a listener, right? So I'm listening to what's happening around me, and if I feel that a certain spot needs comments or needs a feeling, 
like I'll, I'll play that, right? So I'll comment, so I'll be more busy, I'll feel the rhythm. If I hear that everything's been kind of, you know, in there, I'm gonna be out of the way. So I'm gonna pull back, play less, less the chord rings. And if there's a piano player and he plays more uh, sustained pedals and then I'll do more the rhythm. If he's like more rhythmic, I'll do, you know, so there's like this great interplay and this, um, all these factors basically that kind of influence the way you play. But basically what we're talking about today is a, and I, I'm using this big quote unquote, right? The harmonic approach and the rhythmic approach, playing the same groove, the same progression, right? So I hope you like that. And I hopefully see you tonight at the uh, Instagram Q&A, right? Uh, 6 p.m. Central Time. Don't miss that. And also don't miss subscribing to the channel and activating the little bell thing. And this is all my social media stuff. Don't forget also to sign up for the mailing list, man. It's a lot of stuff great coming out, great coming out, I'm telling you. Um, and I'll see you maybe tonight or in the next episode of the Speaking of Harmony podcast. Thanks for staying here with me. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.